thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, research from the University of South Australia showing that physical activity is 1.5 times more effective than traditional counselling or medication therapies has led researchers to call for exercise to be the primary approach for managing depression. The study, published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine, was a meta-review including, in total, over 128,000 participants and showed that the benefits of exercise could be obtained in less than 12 weeks. This included improving symptoms of depression, anxiety, and distress. The largest benefits were seen among people with depression, pregnant and postpartum women, healthy individuals, and people diagnosed with HIV or kidney disease. A pretty broad scope, if you ask me. The researchers noted that whilst physical activity is known to help improve mental health, despite the evidence, it was not widely adopted as a first-choice treatment. The research showed that higher-intensity exercise had greater improvements for depression and anxiety, while longer durations had smaller effects when compared to the short and mid-duration bursts. The research also showed that all types of physical activity and exercise were beneficial, including aerobic exercise such as walking, resistance training, Pilates and yoga. Importantly, the research shows that it doesn't take much exercise to make a positive change to your mental health, said Dr. Ben Singh, lead UniSA researcher. Senior researcher, UniSA's Professor Carol Ma says, We hope this review will underscore the need for physical activity, including structured exercise interventions, as a mainstay approach for managing depression and anxiety. As always, the links are in the show notes. And, you know, my opinion on this is that this isn't news. You know, we've known now for a long time that exercise is really beneficial for our mental health and that it's really beneficial for depression and anxiety. And so the question then becomes, why isn't this being followed through? Why isn't this being used as a primary care model? Why isn't this being used as a first choice of call for people with depression and anxiety? Why is it that we always go to the medications? Why is it that we we always go to the, the I was going to say the tried and trusted approaches, but, but we always go to that medical approach, the outside-in approach is what I'm trying to say, where we try and fix people from the outside in rather than generating health from an inside out and that we need to add things into our body to make it better and stronger and to be able to fight these diseases off. What about building up our health from the inside out, making our bodies more resilient so that we're better able to deal with the stresses of our environment? You know, it does make you question, you know, where else could our quote-unquote evidence-based medicines be replaced by healthy lifestyles with better effects? You know, if we're seeing this just in terms of looking at one aspect of the physical side of our health. What if we looked at our physical health, our mental health, and our emotional health in the same way? What sort of impacts could we have? What sort of diseases could we prevent? What sort of diseases could we manage better? And it's not just about diseases. What sort of health and what sort of capabilities could our bodies have if we were to give our bodies everything it needs and give our bodies as little as possible of what it doesn't? You know, we've often said in chiropractic circles, our bodies need no help, just no interference. The idea that our bodies are, in fact, intelligent, that we have an innate ability to adapt, to repair, to regenerate, to perform at a really high level, and that our bodies are capable of doing that, and in fact, that that is normal. If, as I said, we can just give our bodies what it needs and little of what it doesn't, I think you might just be surprised at your body's ability to heal and to perform. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. 
To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.